0: Welcome to the My Rules Are Better podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. This is the second time I'm recording this podcast, which means hopefully this will be a better podcast than the one I recorded before. When I recorded it the first time, I didn't mention the fact that my wife is threatening to take away my microphone if I make a series of jokes about YouTubers on YouTube doing YouTube related stuff, which I won't do in this particular recording. In fact, I've been banned from doing most of the jokes I was originally going to plan for this recording. It comes from listener Chris Abbott. He asks me with regards to the new licensing and D&D and my thoughts on this. Now, I release a lot of my stuff under licensing. It's one of the things that you have to do these days is even if you write open source, you need a license. It's like a license is like a, a gun of bigger guns. You know, you need a bigger license in order to beat licenses. That's the way it goes. Never made much sense to me, but I do maintain a license with regards to my open source work. And it is a single-clause BSD plus a joke license, which is when I came to actually register myself as an official open-source developer, they claimed that the license was bespoke, which I thought was a very interesting term. So as someone who follows bespoke licenses in the creation of their software, I might have a thing or two to say about other people adopting licenses and then having licenses changed from underneath them. Having licenses changed from underneath you is a real problem. When I started doing open source, I used a variety of different sites. SourceForge was the last major one before I moved to GitHub and then GitLab. Now, GitHub was purchased by Microsoft, and my feeling at that purchase juncture was this would be an opportunity for Microsoft to pull licenses out from under people and change the licensing requirements on GitHub. I haven't really followed what went on with GitHub. It still seems to be the most popular open source site of its nature, but I went to GitLab because that's where Bob Bottram went and that's where I went. And now I'm actually a registered open source developer on GitLab. GitLab, GitHub, GitLab, GitLab. You see, this is how difficult it is. I have to square with myself, which Git I'm a member of. Anyway, so licensing for me, anyone who licensed their stuff under the original open source license for the open gaming license, what did you think would happen? I, I mean, I tend to be the curmudgeon in this circumstance, but I always find myself in this situation. and I always look at these kind of licenses, these things are going to change from under you. What do you do accordingly? I've recently started putting some aspect of my work under Creative Commons as well. But again, a very vanilla Creative Commons just to identify the fact that I've added value to the maps. For example, in London 1940, so I use the Creative Commons license for the maps because I purchased the maps And then I added my own value to the maps. And that's the way I do things. Now, the original open source license, sorry, the original open gaming license, need to get this right, was a very curious thing. And obviously it did Wizards of the Coast a lot of good up until that point in time. But Wizards of the Coast is a commercial company and they have the right at any time to change the licenses from under those people that choose to license their stuff. Why would you choose to adopt this license and have the potential for this company to change its mind? That strikes me as just very strange and very curious. And that's where I'm going to leave it, folks. Hopefully a short podcast, but at least something to get an idea out there. Tom Barbelay in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out.